0: Welcome to the Coach House Beacons It's good to listen to yourself and it's good to listen to yourself think I try to regularly separate yourself from your own reasoning and ask yourself why am I thinking this way? Is it really the right way to be thinking? My name's Jamie and welcome to this Coach House Beacon. Just have a quick read from Psalm 42. It says this, Why are you down in the dumps, dear soul? Why are you crying the blues? Fix my eyes on God, soon I'll be praising again. He's put a smile on my face, he's my God. When my soul is in the dumps, I rehearse everything I know of you. This passage raises an important question for me and for each one of us. Why are you down in the dumps? Take a moment with me to think about it and answer this question. The Bible tells us, think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. from Hebrews 12, 3. Don't let discouragement settle down inside of you. This is an incredibly hard lesson for me to learn. Beneath this chest-puffed, deep-breathing, manly exterior, you know as Jamie, is a gentle and very sensitive soul. One that takes a lot of things, and actually almost everything, to heart. I really struggle to get my heart and mind out of feeling low after someone says a sly comment or someone says I'm not doing a good job or not working hard enough. But Jesus bought everything, including discouragement, so that we and I can stand victorious in the face of this temptation called getting discouraged and giving up. When life discourages or seems to defeat you, God says to you take courage and so in case no one has ever said it to you I'm going to have courage advance persevere finish the race in his strength now sometimes we say well why are we feeling worried maybe you're like me we often ask God a lot of "whys." why is this happening why this illness Why this suffering? Why this trial? Why this loneliness? I believe that these fully transparent, honest questions we ask God are legitimate. We're suffering and we want to know the reason why. But often God doesn't give us all the answers, so we internalise our questions in the form of discouragement and dejection. We learnt a lot about this at last week's Catalyst service. You must, if you can, join us on a Sunday night is it's a great place to get those niggling questions answered, hopefully, with people who have thought or questioned the same thing. Now David himself wrote, Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Saviour and my God. That's from Psalm 43. When the soul is cast down and sad, This internal discouragement leads to external consequences, grievances and complaints like I'm not happy, my life is miserable, what good is living anyway? But remember this, the problem doesn't disappear when you complain. In fact, it grows just that little bit worse. Now here's a passage that I hope will encourage you as much as it encourages me. From Habakkuk 2. I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Then the Lord said to me, Write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time, it describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Now, taking a look at your life today, what are you placing your hope in? Whom or what do you rely on to respond to your needs? Is it yourself? Is it your spouse? Is it your bank account? Is it your boss? I don't know your situation, but I am certain of one thing, and it always takes me time to remember this. Every time, it's better to hope in God. He knows how to reward those who rely on him. Here's what the Bible tells us. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. That's in Hebrews 11.6. He can provide for all our needs, absolutely all. His heavenly account has an unlimited supply. Today, you can hope in him more than in anything or anyone else. Yes, count on the one whose resources Are uncountable. The Bible also says in Psalm 118 it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Why hope in God? Because God is not a man so he does not lie. He is not human so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? That's from Numbers 23. God does not lie and does not waver from his word or from his promises for your life. What he has said, he will certainly do. You and I can be sure of it. And I encourage you to not doubt, but to enter fully into what he wants for you by hoping and believing him. So why not today exchange your complaints with praise? But why, you may ask. Well, here's what the word of God says. But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. God's creating a throne of praises. There, where we praise him, he reigns in victory. Praising God changes our state of mind. Lamentations 3. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends, his mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness, his mercies begin afresh each morning. David understood this. He could have succumbed to discouragement in the midst of his family problems, Saul's rejection and all the scheming and mockery of his enemies. But David knew that God was good and he chose to bring his truth into remembrance until it was fully revealed in his life. So it's time to change the subject. Choose to praise rather than complain and watch God act. Thank him for all of his benefits and you won't have time to complain any longer. Now I agree sometimes our life is like a desert. We find ourselves caught between two sand dunes. No provision in sight with a problem that threatens to burn us unless we can find shade. But the good news is that God makes a river in the desert. Then the angel showed me the water of life, crystal bright. It showed from the throne of God and the Lamb. Right down the middle of the street, the tree of life was planted on each side of the river, producing 12 kinds of fruit, a ripe fruit for each month. The leaves of the tree are for healing the nations. That's Revelation 22. Let the river of God flow over you wave after wave, deep unto deep, and let it wash away all sources of discouragement. God's wave is more powerful than any wave of discouragement. And remember that compared to God's greatness, anything that oppresses us is tiny. You don't need to be discouraged any longer. The Lord is here. Let his waves of love pass over you. Let's pray. Lord, in the midst of all the waves crashing down on me, like discouragement, worry, injustice, we choose to turn towards you. We choose to cry out to you rather than complain. We turn our gaze upon you to receive a fresh and powerful wave of encouragement, healing, restoration and forgiveness. We praise your name, Lord. Thank you. For never letting us fall. We love you in your name. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church daily devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.